Welcome to the Power of Progress podcast, where we talk about mindset, motion, and momentum. We get you from thinking to doing, turning your thoughts into actions. Let's break through your barriers so you can achieve your goals. I am your host, Scott Friedman, and let's get started. Welcome back to another amazing episode of The Power of Progress. If it's your first time, give it a few episodes. It does take a couple to get used to the way I speak. And actually, recently, I found that I sound so much better on like 1.25 or 1.5 speed, if you can keep up with like the content. Although I'm the one saying it, so it's easier for me to understand it. But I don't know, man. I was like, damn, I sound good at 1.5. I sound terrible at regular speed. So maybe like play around with that a little bit as well. Although the episodes are short to begin with, so I'm not sure how much shorter we can really make them. Today's episode is about when you should switch, when you should course correct on the actions that you're taking and the goal that you set for yourself. This is probably, at least in my mind, one of the most difficult things to answer because it is so wildly dependent on so many different factors and there is no guideline for this period. The real answer is that it is trial and error and it just takes time and you have to, number one, be almost meticulous in what you're doing so you can understand when to switch. And then you also have to be able to be patient enough to understand when you need to make a switch. So let's go through a couple of examples of should you switch, should you not switch, and hopefully we can break this down so that we can have a better perspective of when we may need to course correct or maybe it just hasn't been enough time yet to see the success that we want to see. Let's start with the first kind of example I think that kind of puts it all together very neatly for us is let's say your goal is you want to lose 20 pounds. Maybe there's no given timetable. Your goal is I'm going to start losing weight today, okay? And after one month, you've lost two pounds. Is this something that is concerning or is it not concerning? And again, context matters in this situation. Because is two pounds in a month good? Well, it depends. I think two pounds in a month is fine because if you can lose half a pound a week, that's two pounds a month. It's slow, but it's fine. But if you're someone who's like, I want to lose a pound a week, well, that's only half as much weight as you wanted to lose. So building context around the goal is very, very important, okay? But let's just take it on its surface level without necessarily breaking down too much every time is I've lost two pounds in a month and my goal is to lose 20. So clearly what I'm doing is working. It might not be working as fast as I was hoping, but whatever I'm doing is working. Therefore, if I continue, I should start to see, you know, continuous results over and over again. So I think that right there is a very good example of just taking the situation on its surface and go, okay, it's clearly working. You know, maybe I need to keep doing what I'm doing. Let's say your goals, again, same goal, lose 20 pounds. It's been one month, but you're staying the same weight. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, am I do you know, now you have this frustration of like, wait, well, is this working? It's been a month, it's been 30 days, haven't lost a pound, what's going on? And the question is, really, how do we know we're doing the right thing? It's terrifying not to know because we get consumed with self-doubt and frustration if we don't know we're doing the right thing. This is why a lot of people fail because they think, okay, I'm going to go to the gym for two weeks and they're not seeing any muscular change or any definitional change or the stomach's not flatter. They think I'm doing the wrong thing and then quit, right? Very, very common outcome and situation that's going into it. And the reality is for a lot of people, for I, pro, I mean, I don't want to say vast majority, but for a lot of people that I've worked with specifically, it's just 
It was not enough time. Great example is I had a friend of mine reach out to me. He's like, hey, Scott, I'm thinking about like maybe doing coaching with you. So we had, we went on a conversation. I'm like, okay, what's going on, man? And I don't like coaching people I know, by the way. I'm like, okay, like, you know, because it can, it, can, it can get annoying, right? Not annoying, but it can get dangerous, right? It's okay. Like, can't be myself all the time. So I'm like, what's going on, man? And he's like, well, I'm doing this, doing this, doing this. He explains to me his entire program. And I said, dude, <laughs> you are doing everything you're supposed to do. I just I empowered him. Okay, I was like, look, I'm the expert. I'm telling you, man, you are doing a great job. Though you have not seen the results that you want, you've seen some results. And I'm thinking your body is just in an uh, adaptation phase and it's just taking longer than we would anticipate. But you are checking all the boxes. You're in a caloric deficit. You're eating all the right foods. Your macros are looking great. The, the amount of time you're going to the gym, the amount of cardio versus weight, everything is looking solid, my guy. Do not quit. Keep pushing forward. Fast forward three months, and he calls me back. He goes, "Dude, I appreciate the advice. That's the best advice I've ever given. Like, thanks for not selling me on anything. Like, I've, I've, I lost the additional 15, 20 pounds he's looking to lose just by doing the same exact thing. And so, so he needed that. Like, what am I doing? I'm doing everything you told me to do. It just wasn't enough time. It wasn't enough time to see the results. So. But I was able to systematically go through his routine and check the boxes of these 10 things. Hey, you're doing this, doing this, doing this, doing this. What could possibly be stopping us? And I'm like, dude, the only thing is time. You got to keep pushing. You got to keep moving forward and you're going to see results. So the question obviously is, is how do we identify those factors? So, you know, what is a proper timetable to reevaluate what you're doing? Here is, here is what my initial thoughts are. Again, other people are going to have different thoughts on this, but let's say your goal is to lose weight. If you have not lost any weight in four to six weeks and your goal is to lose weight, then you're doing something wrong. Something's something's not working properly, okay? Uh, we're going to bar medical things, for example. Just normally in a situation, something's not working the way you think it is. And then you should go back and figure out what you have to change in order to do it. Rarely is it have anything to do with your fitness, for the most part, it is your diet. You're doing something wrong with your diet. The food you're intaking is too much. So you maybe you're, you overestimated how many calories you should have or you underestimated you know, uh, how many calories uh, you're putting in. All these different things, right? Like you're, you're overestimating, underestimating incorrectly. Like write things down, figure it out. That would be my advice. So in, And that might be long. Like some people are like, dude, after three weeks or two weeks, if you're not seeing weight loss, like you got to switch. I, I, I tend to give it a little bit more time because I, you know building routines and screwing up and all this stuff. Stuff, like it does happen. So that's the first thing is like four to six weeks. Maybe you, you could do four weeks and just, you know, if you're not losing any weight, bang. Let's say your goal is to lose a pound a week. And, it, and after two months, you're only losing, you've only lost, you know, three pounds. Okay. Well, you're, you're supposed to lose eight by then you're down three. So I would argue, okay, you're doing the right things, but it's just slower than you wanted. So you either have two options. One, you need to change your perspective or what you're anticipating to lose weight or look back at what you're eating and, and doing. Because again, most of the time losing weight is more about eating than fitness and figure out, okay, I am only losing three pounds. That means just from a pure math perspective, I am eating too many calories because I'm, I'm not losing enough weight that I thought I was going to lose. So how do, I how do I change what I'm doing? I'm analyzing the situation, figuring out what is the most likely culprit, and then figuring out what I'm doing, and then changing it through trial and error. So maybe I thought I had to eat 2,100 calories a day, and I'm only losing you know, that, that three pounds in that two months. Well, maybe... 
if that's the case, I need to actually take off another 150 calories a day to start, you know, increasing the amount of weight I'm losing, right? And that's the that's the method. That's the trial and error with fitness. The great thing is fitness has specific levers you can pull in order to change what you're doing very simply without having to create, you know, go crazy and recreate the wheel. Let's take not weight loss, for example. Let's do fitness. Let's go, I want to build muscle. I want to get stronger on bench press. And you're lifting weights. Like, I'm not seeing any results on my arm. If you're not seeing any results after two weeks, shut up. Shut up. Keep doing it. After a month, we could start to go, okay, why aren't you seeing any results? Now, the question is, are you actually not seeing any results? Let's take you at your at face value that you're not seeing results. Okay. Then after about four weeks, if you're not seeing any results, anything, like literally anything, then we have to figure out, okay, what's going on? Now, this time, obviously eating is still very important, but we should be looking at the lifting a little bit harder. Okay, what are you doing? What do your lifts look like? Are you doing progression? How often are you lifting? How many days a week? How long is it? Like frequent, all those different things. We dial that in. Like, okay, what's going on here? And what lever can we pull in order to make that change? So, now, if you're seeing small results, well, you know, I, I, th- I thought I'd be further along. Okay, great. Well, here's the good news. The good news is you have made progress, right? And the good news, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep making progress. The bad news is it's just not as fast as you want to. So the question is, can we identify what levers, like I'm using the word lever a lot, but like that's a really good way to kind of think about it. What can we change in order to make the progress go faster? Now, maybe it's unrealistic. Maybe you shouldn't be wanting that, but the idea is, can you go through a trial and error process and come up with specific timetables? Okay, if my goal is this, I should have this by this. And if I don't, I need to identify this. Okay. For example, if your goal is six months, lose 40 pounds, whatever it might be, that might be a lot. But either way, it's like you're only down three pounds in the first month or two months, whatever it is. Like you can identify very specific factors that are probably the culprits and then change those things as long as you are tracking it. And that's why I think tracking is so important because you can actually see what's going on versus like, I know a lot of people love this intuitive eating thing, which I'm not against it, but when things go south, it's very emotional. It's, well, I I think I'm doing well. I think I'm doing this and I'm intuitively eating it. Well, it's kind of not working if you're not seeing the results you want to see. And so you have to understand that maybe that's not the right thing. And you're someone who's like, well, I just can't track. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Tracking is not hard. And if you won't or are not willing to do something different, then maybe you don't care enough about it. And I would pose that question to you if you're not willing to try something, even though you think you might hate it. So that's in a nutshell is when do we make the change? I would argue that give it at least four weeks for most goals identify what has happened, what has not happened realistically, right? Like losing weight may not, you know, might be the goal, but if you're also lifting heavy weights and we can see that you're getting stronger, I, the argument is, well, you're not losing weight because you're getting muscle. Like there's, there's so many variables. So making sure you, number one, identify the variables. Number two, track everything. Number three, be realistic if you have or have not made any progress. Now it might not be the progress you want, but have you made any progress, right? Identifying what has happened and then going, okay, here are the things that usually cause this. Let's start attacking these things. And if you're like, Scott, I have no idea how to do this. How? Get on my calendar, guys. What are you doing? Get on the calendar, myprogresscall.com. This is coaching in a nutshell. We're the ones who identify, here's this, here's this, here's this, here's how we change this. Let's move this. Let's dissect this. It takes a while. Don't get me wrong, but you get the result that way. So get on the calendar, myprogresscall.com. Otherwise, 
Have a great rest of your day and give yourself some grace, some you know, some time in order to see the results. And then after about four to six weeks, if you're not seeing anything, then we know, okay, it's probably time to make a change, not quit, but just make a change in what we're doing so that we can start seeing results again. Make your change, go another four weeks, make your change. go. And again, you can change the timeline, but that's a good general timeline to start seeing results. If I'm working with someone, it's probably a week. It's probably two weeks. But if you're by yourself, I like to see what happens over the course of a longer period of time. Okay. Other coaches might disagree, but I think that this is a good way to at least give yourself some alleviation of the frustration and, and the annoyance that you're facing when you're not seeing those results. All right. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like today's show, do me a favor and hit the follow or subscribe button and leave a five-star review so more people like yourself can start building momentum towards their goals. Also, if you are interested in my 10 minutes to take off method, where I teach you to master your first 10 minutes and soar to victory, then book a call on my calendar at myprogresscall.com. My progresscall.com. Otherwise, have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you next time.